Hey guys, welcome to the Fancy Waiver Wire. Here are some buy low, sell highs in Dynasty. Okay, so I'm going to start off with a guy to sell, and that guy is Chris Carson. It's impressive. He's averaged over four yards per carry every single season, and not a lot of backs can say that. And he's always good for a couple grabs per game too, which is awesome, especially in PPR leagues. If you can be churning 60 to 80 yards per game and then get a couple grabs too for another 30 or so yards, you're laughing, especially when you're not a quarterback like Russell Wilson, who's willing to deal the rock. He just signed a two-year deal for $10.4 million. And that sounds like very secure, you know, it sounds like somebody that we want to approach and go and grab at a discount. However, he's always hurt. In 2022, he's going to count $6.5 million against the cap. And for somebody who's been playing like he has this season or hasn't been playing, um, that's a lot of money. To cut him, it would only cost the Hawks $3 million in dead cap. So that's going to be something that they're going to be flirting with. In 2023, that year can be voided entirely if the Hawks choose not to pick it up five days after Super Bowl 2022. So again, this might be somebody that we want to be selling because we don't know how stable he is in Seattle or in the NFL at all. He might have played his last down as a Seahawk. He's not healthy and this O-line is absolutely terrible. We'll touch on that in a bit, but like he needs neck surgery. That's not great. I'm trying to think of other guys who have needed neck surgery and come back. First name that comes to my head is Peyton Manning. Sure, he came back and balled out, won a Super Bowl. However, there was a PED allegation that never really seemed to get resolved. It kind of just went away. He won the Super Bowl, retired, first ballot Hall of Famer. Then there's David Wilson, who played the same position as Chris Carson, and he was done. So it's something to consider because neck, spine, back, there's certain parts of the body that just don't want to heal properly and they're very important so between that and cte concerns not for him specifically but he gets hit a lot these are things to start thinking about another thing is this o-line is terrible like we mentioned i mean right now the hawks have the 24th best offensive line and i think i didn't think they were even top 25 you know they look like trash and russell wilson wants out russell wilson has a no trade clause but just recently he said that he's willing to waive it for three teams those three teams are the Broncos and the Saints, who have incredible offensive lines. These offensive lines make Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, and Alvin Kamara look like studs. Mark Ingram, who was just playing for the Houston Texans with a terrible O-line, looked like trash. He goes into New Orleans and immediately looks like the star that he is. The other team that they're willing to move for is the Giants. And the reason him and his family are considering the Giants is because Russ knows he's extremely marketable and New York has a ton of money and marketing opportunities for him. Ciara has expressed interest on being on Broadway and Broadway is in New York. And just, it's a big city. Seattle has been awesome to Russell Wilson, not just the fan base, but you know, like the city itself has been very accepting. He's been awesome to the city of Seattle, especially with the children's hospitals and stuff like that. However, these guys want a big city, so I don't blame them. It's a lifestyle that Seattle just can't offer. And my last reason for trying to sell Chris Carson right now is because running backs get replaced way too easily and way too often. Chris Carson himself was drafted in the seventh round, and that was when the Hawks just had scraps at running back. That was after the Beast Mojino you know, era, and they had Christine Michael, Thomas Rawls, Terrence McGee, um, J.D. McKissick, C.J. Proceis, and Alex Collins. This year is very similar, just a whole bunch of, just a mess at running back. They've got Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, Travis Homer, DJ Dallas, Adrian Peterson, and that same Alex Collins that we mentioned from 2016. 
the Hawks are going to be drafting a running back because they're not going to be able to get any big free agent names in the offseason because their O-line is trash. So they're going to draft a rookie running back, and that guy is going to be phasing out Chris Carson. Carson might be a Hawk in 2022, but he sure won't be in 2023. We need to be moving Chris Carson while he still has some value. And now a player that I'm buying, it's Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny, Tampa Bay Lenny, whatever you want to call him, he's an absolute beast again this year in 2021. And the stats do not lie. He's playing 80% of the snaps, which for a running back is elite. He's getting 80 plus yards per game, which is pretty freaking good. And he's averaging six targets per game. This guy's a running back, not a slot receiver. And he's not small. He's not built like JD McKissick or something like that. This is a grown man catching the ball up to six times per game and running over linebackers. He's on pace for the most touchdowns he's ever recorded in a single season. And he's sneaky young. He's only 26 years old. This is only his fifth season. Back then, he was a top five pick to Jacksonville. Jacksonville is Jacksonville and they got rid of him. Whatever. Currently, he's RB4 and nobody seems to be talking about it. Yes, it's inflated with that huge game where he had four or five touchdowns. I forget what it was. I lost track. However, he would still be a top 10 back no matter what. This season is awesome and he hasn't actually fumbled a carry since that rookie year in Jacksonville and he's only ever lost a fumble once in over his 1,200 opportunities. This guy is a workhorse. Tom Brady basically recruited Lenny Fournette to Tampa Bay. He brought in Gronk. He brought in AB. He already had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin really good O-line, incredible defense himself. And he's like, the only thing we're missing, man, is you. Come to Tampa, grab your stuff, we're going to start playing. He didn't have to move very far. And not only does Tom love him, but his head coach loves him too. They had a bit of a scuffle last year where Arians sat him down and said, listen, if you don't buy in, we're shipping you out. Lenny gave his head a shake and now he is the man. He's using him in every single role possible. He's phased out Ronald Jones, who was a second-round pick a couple years back. He's never included Keyshawn Vaughn, who was a third-round pick a couple years back. And Giovanni Bernard, you know, he can do the same thing that Leonard Fournette can do, get six targets per game. However, he's not the same size. And I bet you Leonard Fournette runs a quicker 40 than him. We don't have to worry about playoff Lenny not being relevant in your fantasy playoffs. And that's when this all seems to matter. This is week 14 here, folks. For job security, he signed a one-year deal for $4 million to stay in Tampa Bay. They just won the Super Bowl. When a player wins the Super Bowl and plays the way he did in the playoffs, you can tack on 20% to whatever salary they were worth before they won the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl bonus doesn't only get you paid in town, it gets you paid on your next contract too. Think Joe Flacco. The guy was making bank. Anyway, he elected to stay in Tampa Bay because he knew what he had. Same thing with Chris Godwin. Sure, he signed the franchise tag, but he didn't really want to leave. Nobody wants to leave Tom Brady, Bruce Arians, that defense, those weapons. They know what they've got there. Gronk could be making more. AB could have been making more. Tom Brady could be playing for more. All of these guys know exactly what they have. They've got something special and this formula works. And most importantly, Leonard Fournette is a huge part of this formula. If they stick together, I have a feeling they're going to lose Chris Godwin because Godwin is going to be getting crazy money next season. Wide receiver salaries just get crazier and crazier every single season. I don't blame him. He'll probably be gone. However, Leonard Fournette will be able to take advantage of the salary crunch Get his $8, $9, $10 million. Get Melvin Gordon money. You know, something very fair. Gordon signed that two-year $16 million deal. He'll get something like that. He'll be very happy. And most importantly, he'll keep this workload and he's going to win. If he can be putting up top 10 numbers, Leonard Fournette is a guy that you can be getting at top 15 prices. And right now he's RB4. So go and grab your guy. And that's it for this week, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Please like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fantasy Waiver Wire. 
Follow us wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Fantasy Waiver Wire. I've also figured out how to post TikToks. Follow us there at Fantasy Waiver Wire. And thank you so much. Have an awesome week 14.